from the Traveling Bill Ford Tough Studio here at the Blue Wire Studios at Wynn Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58. And you never know who you're going to run into here at uh, the Wynn. And I saw a man sauntering by the, the window, and I said, look at that. There he is. Finally, finally here on Thursday, Peter Schwartz is here with us in studio. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Good morning, guys. Oh, the um, microphone. Yeah, there you go. It's okay. Good morning. You make it seem like I ignored you all week. You I did. only got here Tuesday late in the day. You did. I thought you would land and text us immediately. But you knew I was going to be here. Yeah, it's not, not a secret. I understand, but you are someone who is a, a nudge most of the time. You're always reaching out for stuff, yeah. which is fine. And I don't I don't ever complain about it. I was thinking immediately when you landed, you'd text me like you text your family, like, hey, landed safe. Well, I was before you texted me, I was going to reach out that hey, I'm gonna be there tomorrow morning. I just couldn't make it yesterday morning because I went to the hockey game Tuesday night. I needed to sleep a little bit. Okay. And then I got the radio row early yesterday. All right, perfect. Peter I'm Schwartz, here, yes. so don't complain. Well, yeah, you see another microphone situation. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so uh, you ended up getting a new shirt, I see. Three new shirts. Three new shirts. You bought for them out this here in Vegas? Special. No, I bought them back home oh. on Long Island. Okay, all right. Where'd you buy them from? DXL. Where is that? It's a big man store, Massapequa. Oh, it's Massapequa, okay. Nice shirt. Thank you. Very, it's very big. I had help picking it out. <laughs> I wonder if like, we put that on Al, what that would look like. <laughs> do you have a t-shirt on underneath I it? I do, a Jets t-shirt. Okay, would you would you be okay with taking the shirt sure. off and handing it to Al? Sure. Hold on. <laughs> see, Al, let's see what it looks like if you put the shirt on. Is that right, Al? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That is a yes. should, I, should I take that off my an, hoodie? That's an enormous I shirt. I don't think okay. you need to. <laughs> he said, should he take off the hoodie? Look, he doesn't even unbutton the buttons. <laughs> Just pulls it over his head. <laughs> it's, it's a this is a giant shirt. It is a giant that, like it's a purple and white and I guess black, I think, striped shirt, right? <laughs> See what yeah. Al looks like yeah. here. All right. So the, now <laughs> Peter is now handed the parachute to Al Dukes. Right. And he's <laughs> he's putting it on. <laughs> Looks like, looks like Ben McAdoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like Tom Hanks in Big when he turns into the kid? Yes. That's what it looks like. Oh, my God. Oh, that is tremendous. That is tremendous. Good, Al. It's like you're getting ready to go paint something. It's like a smock. It's a smock. Yes, it's like a smock. Oh, it looks good. like a straight jacket on a little. <laughs> you know what's amazing is I sit here next to you two guys. You got your Unreal Vikings uh, sweatshirt yeah, on, yeah. Which, which is great. Love and you got your New York Jets t-shirt yes. on. Yes. Do you ever see a possibility, either one of you, of these two teams meeting in the Super Bowl? <laughs> no. no. I will say, though, that the even though it didn't work out this year, the Super Bowl logo for next year's Super Bowl yes. is green and purple. So maybe. Maybe next year. Maybe. You never know. Okay. But no, your answer is no. Okay. Then I would stay for the game. Two, uh, two loser franchises that could never figure it out <laughs> for very long. Uh, so you're, you're here with your boy, uh, Vinny Tickets. Yeah, we're doing Sports Bash from Radio Row. Okay. Sports Bash, which is a uh, half hour show you, you do on, um, on LI News Radio out of the uh, MacArthur Airport, which is. But we also put the video portion on, uh, YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. But. So we, we did on Radio Row, every interview we did was a separate show. So we kept uploading oh. different shows yesterday. Oh, nice. I saw you interviewed Dr. Oz yesterday. I did, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, so what? why was it interesting? Well, it was just, he, you know, he's fascinating to talk about how kids who play sports should stay healthy, eating the right things. He, Kyle Richardson, the former Raven, was with him too. He was working with NFL alumni. 
Okay. So I was walking through trying to locate potential guests, and I saw Dr. Oz. I'm like, oh, that would be a funny spot there. I didn't expect him to bring another person. And then near the end of the interview, I started to ask about the game. And he, Dr. Oz was like, I'm not talking about the game. I'm afraid to make a prediction. And I said, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna, no one's holding anybody to predictions. I mean, I mean, this is on sports bash. I mean, no this is pretty, I'm say, the, only, the, the only place that's going to hold you to a prediction is if you go in the sports book. Yeah, right, right, right. right? So I asked Kyle Richardson first. <laughs> and as I'm asking the question, Dr. Oz gets up from the set and walks away. He just oh, got up and left. He just got up and left. That's, patted me on the back and walked out. That's a little disrespectful. I thought it? it was too. I mean, I, I'm just asking you an opinion on who you think is going to win the game. I've, uh, have you ever been to Vegas before? Oh, many times you before. You haven't, okay. I've never felt that this cold or raining. Yeah. Right. Are, you a, uh, are you a big buffet guy? Generally, yeah, but I haven't really had an opportunity to get to one. There's it's one right pretty, here, by the way. Right. I don't know when it well, opens. Well, it's also 4 o'clock yeah. in the morning. So. <laughs> yeah, they open at maybe 7 or 8. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but yesterday we had a big discussion on the Drew Barrymore show about buffets. Yeah. So Boomer, me, and Drew don't like the buffet. And the uh -huh. co-host, Ross Matthews, loves a buffet. And he kind of he kind of made me think about it a little bit more because the thing about the buffet, you can get anything. So he put a, a plate in front of me, sushi, watermelon, <laughs> cheese cubes, salami, and an Oysters Rockefeller. Yeah. I mean, think about that variety. Sounds like something that uh, James Brown would eat. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, all the variety. I saw James Brown walking through Radio Row yesterday. Oh, yeah. Had a nice entourage with him. Did you, did you oh, stop and say, come no, on the show? No, I, I felt that was out of my league to ask because I was already, you know. Out of your, no one's out of your league, Peter Schwartz. Yeah, no. Nah, what are talking you, about, You man? go up to some people and they say no because they've already got their whole schedule locked in. So I, if you think the answer is going to be no, I think you don't ask the question. I feel that's that's a defeatist loser attitude. Yeah, I, like, we did pretty good though. Have, yeah, how many interviews did you do yesterday? Five. Did you see Randy Moss by any chance? <laughs> no, I did not. No, we <laughs> heard he's around here. Yeah, so I, I landed to a whole bunch of texts and private messages about that on Tuesday. Yeah, did, you knew there was a white Randy Moss, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, it's a horse racing guy. Oh, but he's also NFL Network. Yeah, he he's was, yeah. yeah, many years ago. Yeah. But uh, he's now known more for the NBC uh, horse race. That got like a million video views, yeah. that whole thing. Crazy. Yeah, Sports Bash gets about 25,000. <laughs> there you go. That's on average bad. on Facebook. Yeah. You know, and by the, uh, yeah. time, you know, the other thing that we haven't brought up yet, the last time you were with us in studio in New York... You wanted Lane Lambert, the Islander coach, fired. Yeah. Uh, I remember asking you, I said, how's your season going? What's going on? I'll give you a, a, a couple seconds here on the Islanders. Uh -huh. And you said, you want the fight? The coach fired. You don't like the line combinations. All this other stuff that yeah. you're screaming about. I don't like losing. Right. Nobody does. But then now you have Patrick Waz, your new head coach. Yeah. Do you like the way that he's handling the team thus far? I like the fire. That he's shown on the bench during games and in practices. It's Has like he a, changed the lines at all, or are they pretty much the same? I mean, he's probably tweaked a couple of things, and obviously there's been some injuries too, and he's had to shuffle guys in and out. They just got Pelic and Pollock back on the blue line, so uh, Zizekas is coming back uh, this week, so we'll see what happens. But I just like the fire. I like the fact that they, they, they look a little more organized. Right. Okay, good. You know, I was thinking... <laughs> If you would have reached out yesterday, we could have had given you a credential for the Drew Barrymore show. You could have come and watched that taping. Yeah, I, I could have, but I was I busy like that, working. Ah, come on. What's you got Dr. Working. Oz and the what cane, are you doing? whatever. I mean, you come and you hang out. You could have that would have been a thrill for you, no? Drew Barrymore? Yeah, I I, I it would have, but I had things to do. Like, well, okay. I'm, I'm here on Vinny Tickets Dime. He is a very busy man. <laughs> no, that's, that's and by true. the way, uh, you know, I hope you have your own room. I do. Oh, that's good.
Not staying with any tickets. No. Where are you staying? In the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, it's kind of funny when you're around here and you run into people. They're like, "So, so where are you staying? Yeah. <laughs> where are you yeah. staying? I know. You know, like that kind of thing." And then they wait for you to answer. And then if it's not one of the like this place here, the win, you know, then, then people, oh, you're at the win. It's a very nice hotel. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. But if you say like New York, New York or something like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. We were driving out to the golf course. It was like this little Best Western or something 20 minutes out of town. And Jerry goes, I guarantee that's where Peter Schwartz is staying. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no. but no. So we came here. One, we came here with the Dragons one time when the, when they had, uh, Vegas had a team. And, uh, Oh, it's great. We're going to, you know, stay on the strip and everything. We took us to some hotel attached to a gas station three blocks off the strip. Like, that, was that, that was known as Heroin Alley over yeah, there. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. That wasn't good. exactly where that is. <sighs> hey, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. So Peter Schwartz does Vegas. You're used to doing Vegas. I've, the, I've been here a few times. Cheryl and I were here on vacation a couple of times. Arena Bowl, XFL, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Arena like Bowl. I like in my in moderation. Yeah, yeah, like video blackjack. Video blackjack. Yeah, because I won't I won't go to the table anymore. Because the first time I ever played the game, a friend of mine took me to Atlantic City. Yeah, taught, said, you know, play some blackjack, and I'm like, oh, I never played before. Teach, I, I know, didn't know anything about it. So he gave me some basic principles. So I get to the table, and I'm actually winning. You know, a few hands doing some doing well, and then I get seventeen, and I. Again, I didn't know what I was. I said, hit me. Oh, God. Right? Oh, oh, the table. Horrible mistake, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, bust. This guy to my right. Yeah. Unloads on me. Yeah, I mean, well. literally unloads on me. <clears throat> Excuse me. He um, cursing at me. That was my seven that you drew. Blah, blah, blah. He's right. I said, well, yeah, but he, <laughs> he didn't have to be that crazy on me. No problem. You're right. And, uh, and, and, like, and like my friend jumps in and goes, hey, dude, it's his first time playing i don't care he effing shouldn't have hit on 17 i could have won the hand yeah but Dave, i don't play i don't play at the table you know i when you come here and you sit at one of these tables you really do see the the true human experience yeah and what humans can turn into when money is involved and your decision impacts their money right but he was the only was there were like five other people at the table so it's yeah, not. You, heard him. you took a seven, man. I took a seven. He was probably sitting there at fourteen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. I mean, that, who knows what he had been through that day? He might have lost like ten grand earlier, and you, who knows? Yeah, you know. Yeah, people well, get fired. Not my problem. <laughs> do you uh, do you hit the sports books at all? Uh, not so far on this trip, but I have in the past. You are. Are you going to lay any money on the Islanders? Uh, yeah, just I like this, you know, like hundred bucks to see if maybe they win the Stanley. Well, I don't know if I spend a hundred dollars, but yeah, okay. I might. I might throw a nominal amount. Nominal. A nominal amount. All right. So what are we on do, the game? What are we doing today? So who who do you have in the can? So first? Uh, today, um, who do we have today? Oh, uh, Laura Oakman from Fox Sports. All right. Is gonna uh, All right. said she's gonna drop by. She was a little too busy yesterday. Okay. Right. Uh, Bilal Powell is coming tomorrow. All right. So we got Jack, that hooked yep. up. All right. Um, oh. Yeah. A new show coming out, The Farmer Wants a Wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Vinny Tickets is connected with a PR person. And last night at dinner, she said, oh, you know that new show? Would you like to talk to the farmer who wants a wife? Yes. Yes. You better. That, that'll be on uh, today sometime. Good. Yeah. You're going to talk to the farmer, the who, farmer wants who wants a wife. The farmer who wants a wife. That yeah. is great. Awesome. This is the most Radio <laughs> Row thing so ever, is it yeah. not? Oh, I think Brian Baldinger is dropping by oh, today. That's a good Classic. one. Classic sports. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. And then uh, later on today is a big WrestleMania kickoff press conference at T-Mobile Arena. Oh, wow. So they've Are you got interested like, in doing that? So like, 
No, that's what Evan was calling me about on the air the other day. Oh, I'm going to that. I got a credential. I'm going oh, okay. to that. The Rock's going to be there. Roman Reigns. Oh, wow. You, Evan might use you to ask some questions. He's, he has my number. Okay. He can text me. All right. Very good. Peter All right. Schwartz. Well, listen, the Peter Schwartz experience here in Vegas. <laughs> There you go. And some big dinner on on the on hand tonight. Oh, I'm not sure ooh, where that is, but some ooh, big dinner. Big dinner. Like last tickets? night, like last night, there was a big dinner last night. A Vinny tickets dinner. A Vinny, yeah. I, well, I, he was invited with anybody that was with him, and I was with him, so I got an invite. Where where what where'd you eat? Uh, it was it was like all like finger foods on the on the table. Finger, finger foods. Like you finger got like there was fingers. I had to get something to eat again. Here's the thing: his fingers. He's got meat hooks for hands, right? So imagine this, you're out, here comes the finger food, uh, waitress over, and then he grabs a piece of finger, and you know the outside of his thumb and his pointer finger are touching the other food that he's left behind. I'm yeah. No, I'm yeah. very careful. His so freaking big. I'm very careful you know with saying? that. Listen, Sean Landetta was at this dinner last night. Uh, oh, my God. And there was a pro football hall, a pro football hall of famer that would not take a selfie with me. Sean Landetta took a picture. Okay, who was the hall of famer? Michael right? Irvin. Oh really? Well, he's probably well, I went up to him for sexual. <laughs> well, assault. no, I went up to him at one point. And I asked, and he said, "Yeah, I just got to make a phone call, and I'll take care of it." Then he was leaving, so I went up to try and ask him again, oh, and his know. and his handler said, "Step away, we're not doing that tonight." Oh, okay. Oh, step yeah. away. Step away. Yeah. Step, step away. Step away. I love how we're like we had this great dinner last night. You don't know the name of the place that you came up with finger foods. It was at the the Virgin Hotel. I don't know. Finger, a 36 ounce porterhouse is a finger food for you, though. No, it? no I still need a fork and a knife. And Come Peter, on. Peter, could you have handled his handler or no? Yeah, it was, you know, shorter than Al. Same stock, I would think. Same stock. <laughs> same stock. Okay. Like 135 pounds. But at that point, like, when you get in the hand, yeah, step they, away. So, uh, gee, when we were leaving the Summit Club yesterday, yeah. chef comes up and says, hey, you guys want some Wagyu sliders? Yeah, we're like, nah, we got to leave. And he like and really then, sold then it. Then I thought twice about it. I'm like, nah, well, we should take one. Yep. How many do you think Peter could have downed? Oh, my God. How they, big were they? I mean, they're the traditional slider size. So, like, White Castle. Five or six. No, more than that. I'm you telling think you. think so? Oh, they were so good. And it just, it wasn't heavy either. I, I could have had six. Uh huh. So, I think you probably could have put down 10, 10, 12. I'd be up to the challenge one day. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, Peter, it's great seeing you. Yes. I'm glad you're having a good time. Uh, text us if you got time to kill. Maybe we'll hang out. Okay. Grab a grab a beer or something. In and out burger. With Vinny tickets. In and out burger. I've actually never That's had That's on my to-do list before I leave on Friday night. All right. All right. Very good, Peter. <laughs> of course yeah. it is. Uh, are you going to go take a nap now or what? I don't know if I can go back to sleep. I got to get to Radio Row, get a spot, you know. Get a spot? You don't already have a spot? We don't have a reserve spot. Oh, okay. But what do you do? You just plop down in the middle I of the hallway? I found an empty table that nobody was at, and okay. nobody showed up at that table that day. So. Did you have to bring, I saw you had like a thing behind a, you. A sign? Yeah, big sports bash sign. Yeah. You had to pack that and bring it yourself? No, he had it ordered and shipped here. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Any tickets doesn't mess around. No, it's first class all the way. First class yeah. all the way. All right, Peter. Take care, man. Always uh, good to see you guys. Yeah, great, great to see hey, you. Peter. Don't don't forget your shirt. Yeah, I know. Don't forget your shirt. Uh, the great Peter Schwartz is yeah, I, uh, I with mean, us. That, that has some, some of the most material I've ever seen. <laughs> that shirt. The shirt is enormous. <laughs> yeah. But you could definitely use that as a, as a rug in a small room. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. It is Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network.
right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Out in Vegas still. It's Thursday as we trudge through this Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 58. Jerry is here with the sports. What's going on, Jerry? Good morning. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, humid, great dog food delivered right to your door. Brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So I'm going to play you something from last year. Because uh, Yes, because it will tie into the next clip that I'm going to play as we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. There are certain things that certain people should have companionship for. Mm. You've heard of this man before, and you like this man, sort of. Play the clip there, Zoo. If the ball drops and you are alone, and I can tell you I've never, you know, fortunately I've never experienced that. Same thing with the Super Bowl. If you are not at a party somewhere or having a party, there's something wrong. You need to reassess that. <laughs> so don't yeah. be a loser and yeah. watch the Super Bowl alone. Right. Can't do that. Yep. Play the next clip, Zoo. I like to watch the games alone. I want to have fun with the game. That's it. You're good. That's all. <laughs> I mean, he likes to watch the games alone. He likes to have a couple drinks, right? He has the whole thing set up. It's like an itinerary. Yeah, yeah, he, absolutely. Yeah, he, he follows that to a T now, and he puts a bet on the game, too. So gets high and gambles and watches the game below. <laughs> uh, now, did you remember that from last year, no, the Mike thing? Oh. I saw Marco put that he found the Russo clip, okay. and then he must have remembered Maybe Funhouse posted it. I don't know. But he put that Mike clip in from a year ago, oh, right after great. the Russo clip went in. You, you want a loser if you watch the game alone. Okay, <laughs> You need to be assessed. You need to sit down. Someone's got to evaluate you if you're watching the Super Bowl alone. I watch the games alone. <laughs> By myself, nobody around. <laughs> you can't make it up. You can't script this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the ticket prices are pretty exorbitant, as you can imagine. They can cost you a pretty penny to get into the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, here was Charles Barkley on his podcast when he is um, alerted to the fact that these ticket prices are in the thousands and thousands of dollars. What's tickets to the Super Bowl? Between sixty-three hundred and forty-four thousand. I don't give a damn how much money you got. If you pay forty-four thousand dollars to go to the Super Bowl, you a damn fool and an idiot. That's crazy. <laughs> I knew those. Uh, Peter's on the phone, by the way, as he's walking by. Like you know, people are calling him. Hey, great spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I knew that Charles Barkley was going to work idiot in there. Always oh, does. Fool and idiot. Is too, you a damn fool. You an idiot. You a moron. Uh, <laughs> he's right, though. I mean, unless you're someone who's just exorbitantly wealthy and $44,000 is nothing. But, if, if I mean, if that's the case, you probably end up in one of those boxes if you're that. I don't think he is, no. Yeah. Uh, well, no. He, you know, look, how, how, how about if you're Taylor Swift? Well, she's got the NFL paying for her. <laughs> Her stuff, right? So who knows? That yeah. is true. But I mean, if you're someone, or if you're if you're a famous person like Charles Barkley, you can't go with regular tickets. <laughs> Murdered by everybody. Sit in the third level. Yeah, just, yeah, with a hot dog. Are you kidding me? There's no way. Not gonna work. Yeah. That is very true. Uh, and then one other one uh, in the NFL world, and this is this goes to the issue maybe the Cowboys have had over the last 30 years now where they really haven't won anything uh, since 1995, the 95 season. This was Shannon Sharp and Chad Ochocinco, and much like a lot of people are saying, it's the owner and why the owner is the issue. When you think of the Cowboys, tell me who you think of. When you think of Kansas City, who you think of? Patrick Mahomes. When you think of the Dallas Cowboys, who you think of? Jerry right away. He continuously steals the spotlight when he's not the player. And maybe that is the issue. You buy that. 
they've had really good teams and good players. I think if you're the coach down there, like Mike McCarthy or Jason Garrett, uh, Wade Phillips, you got to deal with the owner that basically is out there every week talking. And, I don't uh, like your attitude. Right. <laughs> and I wonder if the players have the ability to go directly to the owner without dealing with the coach. But what? Maybe. That's a problem. They won 12 games this year and won the division. What yeah. does that have to do with them being unprepared to play on Sunday against the Packers? I, I just think it's, you know, what they're re reflecting back on is that the players should be getting the credit. It should be the players and the coaches. And the owner should, you know, give his state of the, you know, ownership and state of the team once a year. And then that's it. And then disappear. For, most part, for the most part, almost all those teams follow that model. Well, he talks twice a week. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a problem. <clears throat> and here's something. Settle down just a little bit. Thank you. So we play his clips, and sometimes he goes off the rails, but he's still relatively sharp. Yes. Now, as the years go on, and maybe he's not as sharp, will there be people that pull him away from these interviews? Because, know. you know, because when you're Jerry Jones, nobody says no to you. Well, Steven speaks too. Great. <laughs> but you remember, like, you know, I don't know how much longer we're going to have to deal with this anyway. You remember what Jerry was talking this about? This wasn't predictable. <laughs> Jerry had Jerry Recco had Jerry Jones dead no. last offseason. No, I didn't. He was he was predicting. Oh, no, I didn't. predict anything. Numbered. These are numbers. They may not. They not make it through the season. No. Echoing what he said for the nine thousandth time. He, he doesn't also, have many seasons left. I mean, that's what you said. I mean, he did say that again. By the way, Jerry Jones. Yes, did he did after this season. Yes, he did. I'm going to die. <laughs> he wants to see a winner. Yeah, no, of course. I hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd say what's next? Me hit myself with the golf ball, but you've done that already today. So Kevin Durant was paid not to play. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Does anybody care about the Nets? <laughs> you know, but I Are they still it, in the league? But again, you know, this morning I heard you and Al talking in the warm-up show about you don't care about anything. I don't. <laughs> you don't. I really don't. He was sitting here saying how he doesn't it's care true. about well, because anything. Because I was telling G that the other day. Al is throwing him, you know, uh, situation after situation. He goes, I don't care. I don't care. Perfect <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you work with a co-host like that? I don't want to talk about streaming services. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about Aaron Rodgers listening to him for the 8,000th time. It, it's, it doesn't interest me. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Anything else? How about when you hit the drive yesterday and you just, the whole flock of seagulls took off? <laughs> yeah. I almost, I almost killed the bird. Yes. That was, that was hilarious because the sound that it made was like the first year where the, the, the driver hit the balls. So I was whap. Then you're. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Literally, there had to be like a hundred of them. Yeah. Didn't quite get it to the fairway. And they all flew right into like a, a pond <laughs> together. Synchronicity, baby. <laughs> hey, they all can't be good shots, right? Um, baseball, the Brewers signed Gary Sanchez. Remember him? He's going to Milwaukee. These were the David Stearns clips that I uh, talked about last hour. So he was on the, uh, what the hell's the podcast? Uh, the John Heyman podcast, whatever that's called. Um, you know, hey, man. Yes, exactly. Ambient is what that's called. <laughs> No, it's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> so David Stearns was asked, is there a, an extension for Pete Alonso coming? And here was his answer. Pete's a really good player. Um, he's performed on a big stage here for a long time. Uh, I know that. We all know that. I know how important he is to our fan base. Yeah, I think what where we are right now, where Pete is, is, is we're going to uh, – everyone's going to focus on this year. That is a non-answer. I ever heard one. <clears throat> 
focus on this year. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, meaning that it's yes or no. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they, if they actually wanted to sign him, I'm sure they would, they would like to do it now. Uh, but Scott Boris is not going to let that happen. And, and Evan's going to have that, yeah, that beard to the rest of the year. Yeah, but this is not a Mets fault. This is the player and the agent. Oh, I'm not blaming anybody. I just, he just didn't really answer the question. He answered it without answering it. Um, one more from him where he does say now is where the answer comes in, maybe after 2024 and he's a free agent best thing for us is is for Pete to have a great year. The best thing for Pete is for Pete to have a great year. And, and then we'll go forward from there. Um, but we're certainly, you know, we're, we're certainly invested in trying to keep Pete a Met. Um, and I'm hopeful that that over time we'll be able to work that out. I, you can't be any more matter of fact than that. In that case, yes. But if you really want him to be a Met, I'm with you. Sign him now. It's only going to cost you more money. Yeah, but they can't do it because, the, because his agent doesn't want to do it. Oh, you can do it. If you want, well, to. you could do what Brian Cashman did and put out the offer that they gave, <laughs> and True. then and then have Pete turn it down, and then Pete looks like the bad guy, just like Brian Cashman did with Aaron Judge. Yeah, and then at the end of the season, when Aaron Judge goes on to have an MVP type season, yep, they have to pay him double what they ordered. That's know, right, and that's exactly what Pete and Boris I thought you were supposed to worry about that anymore with this owner, though. I, oh, you're I, glaring at me, but. Like these yeah, were not he, supposed to be met problems anymore. I think he also has like a hundred million dollars that he already owes the players that are not playing here. Well, that's his fault. The Nets, kind of, you know how they pay you guys not to play. I, I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. yes. Did you hear we quit the softball team? I did hear that too. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I had a point there. Oh yeah. So I don't think it's a a lack of funds thing, Jerry. I think that David Stearns <clears throat> legitimately doesn't know if Pete Alonso is part of the future of the team right now. That, that's what I think. And I don't think it's one of these. Because they, they, what do they offer Yamamoto? How much money? They did offer so him a he, lot. They, they've got the money if they want to keep him. I just, I don't think that David Stearns is completely sold so, all right, on so him being a Met for the rest of his career. Right, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a completely different story. Now that, that comes down to performance and how they view Pete Alonso. If, in fact, that is why they have not offered him or wanted to resign him. Now they want to see him up close and personal and under a pressurized situation. Which tells me. Where he can be consistent throughout the season and not go missing for six weeks. Also tells me more likely they trade him. <sighs> Depends it, how the season goes, right? Well, I mean, if they are out of it. Like, you've seen what Pete Alonso is. What else do you need to know? I agree. I, I know. But, I mean, I just... I, David Stearns does not seem like right. a guy that is committed to Pete Alonso. And in the fan base, too, when we, when we talk about this... The Met fan gets so angry. Like the, the social media reaction from this is that David Stern says he wants to keep him around, but they're going to let him play out. He's not going to let him go. He's not going to trade him, this and that. The fan base loves that guy, as we know. So that is a part of this, too. And, and you could be, say you could be as ruthless as, as you want to be, as Steve Cohen and David Stearns, but you got to think about that, especially if the season's going in the toilet. Just like with the Giants, I really believe that part of the reason why they kept Saquon Barkley around was because they don't have any other players. And people are going to show up at the game, these season ticket holders, at least have a guy who can do something fun on the football field. 
I think the same thing goes with Pete maybe at the trade deadline. All right, quickly, the uh, Knicks are home for Dallas tonight. Jalen Brunson, questionable. Uh, OG Ananobi has been ruled out, though, because of the elbow. Nets take on the Cavaliers so they can help out your Knicks a little bit tonight if they can beat Cleveland. Right now, Cleveland, one game up on New York for the second spot in the East. Trade deadline coming up at 3 o'clock today. Seton Hall beat Georgetown 76-70. More Rangers sound coming up next hour because I found some Peter Laviolette talking about the goaltender situation. Jonathan yeah. Quick last night, 18 saves and a 3-1 win over the Lightning. Jimmy Vc did score two times in the in the game. The Rangers now 32-16-3 on the season. Coming up tonight, you got the Lightning and the Islanders, and the Devils take on the Flames. All right, thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. Sports Network. Man, these guys, I, I feel like I bring this up all the time, whether it's Bill Belichick or Pete Carroll now with Nick Saban. These guys just, Tom Brady, they just can't stay away. They have to do something. And Nick Saban, who is the greatest college coach of all time, decides to retire, get out of this crazy nil world, and live his life at the lake house but he has to take a college football uh, job with ESPN. Has to do it. I mean, and I know he's th- these guys that want to be around the game. They want to have a presence. I'm sure they're paying him a very, very nice salary. <clears throat> I just, it's, it's just amazing to me that when you get, you're that accomplished at that age that you still, still feel like you got to do something, you know? And, and I just, I know he'll have plenty of time in the off season to do whatever he wants and, and maybe he's just thinking like, listen, on, on Saturdays during college football season, I got to be in the mix somehow. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I don't get it because he's over 70. He's made probably 150 to $200 million. Yeah. Uh, they probably owe him some money uh, that was probably left on the table. And I would also think that, you know, getting away from it will be something that he could appreciate. <laughs> because know. when you're in it, it basically eats you up. And that's what Coach Cower said a ton of times. And, you know, the the other aspect, it's not really so much the nil stuff. It's the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing that's driving all the coaches crazy. Especially, you know, when you're developing a player and then all of a sudden he gets to a sophomore year and then he decides to enter the transfer portal because you have developed him. He's put on weight. He looks bigger. He's faster. And a team like Ohio State or LSU Wants to give him one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's right. See you. That's exactly right. See you. So it is. It is a huge problem. And that's why Chip Kelly wants to get the hell out of UCLA because UCLA is not going to give him the money to be able to pay players. UCLA sees themselves as, hey, you want to come and play at a great school in a great situation uh, up in Pasadena in the Rose Bowl. This is like history and all. All of that. It doesn't matter. These players now are completely out of control. And even Deion Sanders said, he goes, you know, I can't, I can't even bring in college, uh, high school players anymore. I need to go to the transfer portal. And by the way, that's a mess. A Colorado thing's going to be a mess and it's going to get blown up before you know it. Sportsman of the year, Deion Sanders. How the hell did that happen? I I have no idea. I I really don't. It is, it, it, it could turn into a colossal mess. Maybe he's just there because his kids are there with him. Yeah. And that works out and they end up getting drafted, both players. Seem to be uh, worthy of high draft picks. Sure, um, but I, I, I just you know, Colorado's not winning anything. No, no, they 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 Dookie? are not. 
<laughs> right. Uh, so another guy on TV that might do the reverse and get back into coaching is Rex Ryan, who's getting defensive coordinator interviews. The Dallas Cowboys, after Dan Quinn left for the commander's job, uh, of course, uh, that defensive coordinator job is open, and he he interviewed for that. So this is yeah. the first time in a while that he's been in this this interview cycle stuff. So what was interesting is that you know Bart Scott working with Bart used to tell me that they used to meet like together as a defense, and you would love to be around Rex when he's talking defense and he's calling defenses, and he was really aggressive and he was all about you know getting after the other team and and doing it with like high energy that kind of thing. Yeah. I just, I would just wonder how long that relationship could could last between Mike McCarthy, Rex Ryan, and Jerry Jones. That would be a very interesting threesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rex is one of those guys that if you bring him in, you have to understand that that's probably a shiv spot situation. He wants to be a head coach again. He has made no bones about that. If he is taking a defensive coordinator job, that means that he's got his sights on becoming a head coach once again, especially if you're going to a place where a guy was already on a hot seat and then Rex is just sitting there. And if he turns that defense around or whatever, it gets him playing great. And then he's doing his press conferences and being Rex. I mean, all of a sudden, an owner can fall in love with him. And the next thing you know, he's back in the game. Yeah, I can see him back in the game as defense coordinator. I don't know about a head coach. I mean, his uh, experience up there in Buffalo, I don't think it was all that great. Yeah. Um, but I, if you want a volatile, very high energy guy standing on the sideline calling defenses, that's your guy. That, yeah. that is 100% your guy. And now he's got his new teeth and he's got his new eyebrows and he's got the, the, uh, facelift going. So he's, he's looking the part now. He's got a new, he's got new eyebrows. Yeah. 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 Yep. You, you sure about that? Positive. Yep. Or eyelids, something. Yeah. Or he's always looked surprised now. He's got the Adam Gaze look. No, not quite. Uh, a little bit different. I, Alan, I believe that he he got a legit facelift, like his face was pulled pulled back. You know what? I will check that out the next time I see it and see if I can confirm that. Yeah. Well, we did get confirmation on Phil's lady glasses yesterday, which was another thing that this show made news with this week. Yep. Yes, I, you know, I actually. Do had you dinner. believe that Phil Sims wears lady glasses? Or are they men's Oh, no, glasses? no, no. I don't feel that he wears them. He does wear them. <laughs> no, no, no. He wears his wife's eyeglasses. <laughs> so this came up at dinner last night. Uh oh. Oh. So I had dinner with Phil, Chris Sims, uh, Howie Long, uh, Chris Long, and Steve Rosner and, and, and our guy Nick. And listening to those guys talk. And then, of course, I tell them that JB came on and confirmed that you wore Diana's glasses. He's like, you guys with the glasses. I said, it's not me. I said, it's Gio. Well, Gio oh had to ask him about the, the glasses. I only had Al ask him about the dogs. Yeah. Like, what about, about the, the dogs? dogs? So, I, you know, you guys get me in trouble with these people. And then you put JB on the spot. And that was probably the most awake I've seen JB that early in the morning. <laughs> and, he did, and he gave us a great interview. Oh, he did. He was awesome. And I, I was just very surprised that, that he went in and confirmed that because he's just... He'd been so nice to everybody throughout the interview, and then he just slammed Phil Sims at the Again, end. No hesitation whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Right like, no, in. no, 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 no. I know he by, wears by, by the way, that's not slamming. That's just giving you accurate information from his perspective because he sits next to Phil. Knocked him and out. He, and, and he and Phil have <laughs> conversations. Ba-boom. Ba-boom, no. JV with the uppercut. Yeah, I don't the think Phil so. Knocked yeah, him out. Phil was a little annoyed last night at dinner, though. <laughs> oh, shocker. 
We ate in at Sinatra's over in the Encore. It's a very good restaurant. Okay. Nice Italian restaurant. I had a little Vio Sabuco. Ooh. Very nice. All right. Yeah. How he liked the truffle. Well, he likes truffle, I guess. Doesn't seem like a truffle guy, right? No. By the way, he's still like very large. Very <laughs> large human man, human being. Yeah, of course. That guy has not aged at all, right? With meat hook hands. Too, yeah, man. another guy. Another guy. Another with guy. Oh, yes. Yeah. He, no one has aged better on television than, than him, I think. Honestly. I mean, we have a very nice conversation. Then the tornado Chris Sims comes in. Yeah. You know? Just ruined it. No, he didn't ruin it. But okay. I mean, just all of a sudden he put a charge into the whole dinner. Oh, okay. I thought he was one of those guys <clears throat> who was like a conversation terrorist, you know, that just comes in and takes No, and he game. ordered some vodka. Uh, Chopin vodka. Chopin vodka. Yeah, it's, it's according to him now. I, I I'm not a vodka drinker. You know, I'm the tequila drinker. Yeah. So I uh, he was talking about how this is healthy for you because it's potato vodka <laughs> as opposed to the corn vodka. Vodka isn't Tito's potato vodka too? I think I don't. You go. I, it was sure. Chopin. I didn't. I had never heard of it. <laughs> and then you know we were asking Phil, do you know who Chopin is? He's a composer. Yes, we yeah, we know that. Yeah. yeah. I think Phil thought he was uh, like a farmer in Kentucky or something. I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, honestly, who, the the vodka and the potatoes—that's not—that's not our speed. We are all about the Casamigos, one hundred percent, and the agave plants that are grown in the mountains of Jalisco. <laughs> that's where we go. You can have your potatoes. <laughs> you, can have, you can have your potatoes. Go to Ireland and have as many potatoes as you want. Go man. for it. Go for we'll it. We'll be hanging out in the mountains of Jalisco right. in the agave. Plants. But he was claiming that it was healthier for you, and it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the same guy who walked out of the restaurant, right? When we was just a prime rib. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was just it. prime rib. He couldn't handle it, right? That was in San Francisco. Right? He had said to get up and get out. Yeah, there were too many people. It was a really long table, and it was so full. And he just like, he goes, you know what? This is too much for you. I'm leaving. I was so jealous <laughs> that someone was able to admit that in front of a crowd. I remember yeah. thinking like, wow, what a... And what you've never move. done that since? No. I figured I, that... I never pulled it off. So I, I kind of think that we got Phil... I felt Chris, uh, you know, involved in this whole uh, media thing when he would come in and sit for, in for me and yeah. things of that nature. And he was pretty good, right? I mean, but now he's all football all the time. I know you'd like to see my scrotum. You see? <laughs> That's that. the guy that I remember. But now all of a sudden... He's just ranking quarterbacks all the time. <laughs> yeah, That's so all he's, he's doing. Well, I top mean... Top five this, top five that. He's doing his thing Damn in right. his world. Right. That's what he should be doing. He's grinding. Grinding it out. He's grinding it out now. All right. I, I know he's into ingredients and all because when he was filling in a few years ago, yeah. he used to bring his own cereal. And one time he told us that he was having a hard time uh, getting uh, aroused. <clears throat> and uh, he he said he went to the doctor and the, it was the, he was eating too much soy in his cereal. Was Wow. Yeah, that was yeah, revealed. Male revealed testicles. It. Yep. Yeah. But he got to the bottom of it. It was the. Well, now he's drinking potato vodka. Yeah. Which is more manly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Than, than the soy owner killer. He was, he was eating soy cereal with soy milk. That was too much soy. Yeah. And so it's ruining his testosterone. Correct. Okay. All right. Former Geo on the fan and CBS very, Sports. Very interesting fellow, that Chris Sims. <laughs>